Welcome to the Womb Happy Hour with Lorraine Giordano. It's time to connect with your feminine energy center, your own body, to achieve anything that your heart desires. It's a discussion about a place you may have not discussed so much, the place down there. Now, here is your host, Lorraine Giordano. Hello and welcome to the Womb Happy Hour. I'm your intuitive energy healer host with a passion to talk about topics related to the womb, health, and creativity. You know why? Because it's all connected. I'd love to hear from you. You can follow me on Twitter at Inspire, the number two health. Like me on Facebook at Inspired T.O. Health. And connect on LinkedIn at Lorraine Giordano. I'll spell that out. L-O-R-R-A-I-N-E, Giordano, G-I-O-R-D-A-N-O. So my happy hour drink of choice uh, tonight is a golden milk latte made by my friend Eat It Or from A&I Nutrients. So think of anti-inflammatory, think of Ayurvedic uh, medicinal properties through herbs. And if you'd like to learn more, I have a recent blog on my site, Inspired to Health, so you can learn more about why these teas are very healthy and really good for down there. All right, so we're early into 2018, and you still might be thinking, planning, vision boarding about honoring your goals for 2018 and your dreams, honoring your goals and dreams. Uh, On today's show, we're talking about writing because that's that's a way we express our creativity. And I'm Thoroughly excited and on the edge of my seat to have Lisa Tenner as a guest on the show. So Lisa Tenner is a premier authority on writing and publishing successful books. She's an amazing book coach and mentor. So to connect with Lisa, take some time to review her website. So it's really a treasure chest of writing resources and her website is lisatenner.com. And I'll spell that for you. It's L-I-S-A-T-E-N-E-R.com. She's also on social media. So on Facebook, connect with her at Bring Your Book to Life. On Twitter, she's at Lisa Tenner. And on LinkedIn, you can find her as Lisa Tenner as well. And, you know, sometimes we bury our dreams and that's not necessarily um, that's not necessarily healthy. So, if you have some questions as Lisa and I talk, and questions about writing a book, and you find that they're bubbling up inside you, please don't hesitate to call in and ask some questions to Lisa. And you can call in at eight six six four seven two five seven nine two. So, Lisa, welcome to the show. Thank you, Lorraine. It's great to be here. Oh, I'm so excited that you're here. How is your year going so far? Oh, it's really exciting. And I feel like um, it's off to a great start because I've got these practices that I'm finally doing every single day, meditation and qigong and writing and putting down my dreams. Um, So that's been really, really powerful. Wow. It sounds like you're very committed to it. I am. So, Lisa, let's get into it because there's so many things we can talk about and the hour is going to go fast. So, for listeners, you 
help so many people write successful books and share their messages, share, share their dreams. You also wrote a successful book. How did you know that you wanted to write a book? Like, what was the process like for you? <laughs> well, you know, I always knew I wanted to write books when I was a kid, but I kind of thought they'd be fiction. And then I got older and I read a lot of self-help. And it was just like this weird moment of inspiration where I couldn't sleep and there was like this energy moving through my body and I thought, uh, you know, oh, this is, it felt like anger. And so it was very uncomfortable. And I thought, well, what if I just experience it as powerful energy instead of, you know, kind of putting a label on it? And I did, and it really transformed it. I felt great, but then I couldn't sleep because I had this powerful energy <laughs> moving through me. So um, I got this idea for a book, sort of like how we can shift how we experience our anger and use it to empower us in our lives. And, um, and that, that's sort of where that first book was born. Yeah, and did you have a book writing coach to help you along? I didn't, and that's why it took me seven years to go from the idea to a published book. Um, yeah, it took me a really long time. I did meet, at some point, I finally met a mentor along the way, um, Rita Rosencrantz, who I met her at a writing conference, and she's a literary agent, and gave me great advice and turned me on to Michael Larson's book, How to Write a Book Proposal, um, which now is in its fifth edition. He and Jody Ryan just um, revised it. And um, and so there were people along the way who gave some advice, and I, I had finally had two co-authors, and that made a big difference because they were experienced. But um, but it, it did take a long time, and I, I think that's you know part of the value of a coach is you're not going to have to swim around like that for as long. Is that how you knew you wanted to be a coach based on your experience? Um, that, you know, that would, that would be perfect if it was, but now I really, the book came out, I taught some anger workshops, realized I really didn't want to be working with people's anger, but wanted to work with their creativity. And, um, you know, although you can tap into creativity with anger, it just like was not, it was kind of a, a heavier place to be working with people or starting, you know, and I, I wanted people kind of who were, yeah, I wanted work that was maybe more aspirational, I think. And it sort of just happened. I was in a yoga class one day, and it was like I had this download. And, you know, I was asking, like, what next, what next? And um, even though it felt like this download and some clarity, it was still, like, sort of partially formed. And I saw it as sort of teaching what I learned and the, the systems I developed in working on my first book, um, but then, uh, so, so I kind of thought of myself as maybe a creativity coach and started teaching some classes on writing in the, writing in the zone or creating in the zone. And um, it was really originally for like artists and photographers and writers, but writers kept coming to me. And even more than that, you know, I, I decided to, really I was a writing coach, but then people were specifically coming to me for book proposals and help getting a traditional publisher and a book deal. So that became more of a specialty of mine. Although I would say, you know, half my clients self-publish, half traditionally publish. The self-published authors often want a book quicker or they don't want to do the platform building um, to, you know, to get a traditional publisher. They just um, want, you know, more control over the book for whatever reason. Um, you know, they, they want to self-publish and there are lots of good reasons to do that nowadays. 
but they're great books too and, you know, have won awards and, and done really well. So, yeah, it just sort of evolved. Yeah, that's really cool. It's kind of you were kind of called and led to it. Yeah. So, you know, on the womb happy hour, we do talk a lot of wombish kind of topics. <laughs> um, and the womb is such a safe incubator for birthing a baby. So mm-hmm. writing a book is also a significant growth process. I mean, there's a whole process to it. So what do you think sets you apart from other coaches or coaches? Yeah, it's a great question. You know, I'd say, you know, if I looked at sort of the, maybe the skill set that I'm bringing to it and the breadth of my expertise, I'd say I'm able to bring both sort of that marketability and business piece to it as well as um, as, as well as this intuition and creativity and that more right brain kind of kind of piece so that you know we can we can land on a book that's going to be marketable and fresh and we understand the publishing industry but then I'm also help able to help people get unstuck or work with their creativity right in the flow and write something that's really authentic to them and feels um, feels really right, you know, not not forced. Because that's so important, right? Because there's, yeah. there's a certain kind of experience, of, if you want to say I'm an energy person, so vibration, yeah. like when you kind of honor that, it kind of flows a lot more easily. Yeah, I think so. The other thing that I think is maybe somewhat unique is um, I went to MIT, but I minored in writing, and there were some amazing writers there when I was studying there. And one of them was Frank Conroy, who some people describe as the you know the greatest writing teacher of the last century. Um, he was the director of the Iowa Writers Workshop after he left MIT, and he. He taught me so much about good writing and about editing. And, you know, I think I still, most of the editing I do is really based out of the the most key things that he taught me. So I think I was really blessed, too, to have such an incredible teacher. Yes, and you've been able to help so many others, including myself. Thank you. <laughs> um, we're going to go to break, but if we could just kind of touch on, you help a lot of health professionals, psychologists, coaches. Have you seen a change to the types of nonfiction books that people want to write over the years? That's a good question. You know, I think we're seeing like maybe more books that are spiritual about waking up or about health that incorporate sort of that spiritual and mind, body, spirit um, perspective. Um, you're seeing more books that people are just writing books to support a business, you know, solopreneurs, entrepreneurs. Um, and I think also there's sort of this, especially with millennials, maybe there, there is this sense of like feeling jaded and not another self-help book. And so, you know, you get sort of these books with sort of strong voices, you know, a snarky voice, um, like Mark Manson or Jen um, Sincero or something like that. So I think we're seeing, you know, certain, um, you know, humorous, but also a little bit kind of, what's the word, you know, just just sort of a little bit jaded also in a way, like this isn't going to be an airy fairy book, right? Um, (laughs) (laughs) so, So, yeah, I would say those are maybe some of the trends. 
Interesting. All right. So we're going to take a break and we'll be back in two minutes and we'll pick it up with Lisa Tenner. During the break, if you could check out her website, lisatenner.com. She has a lot of exciting things going on and a lot of resources. Thank you. And we'll be back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Visit InspiredToHelp.net for help in feeling more grounded, centered, and relaxed using different energy healing tools. Lorraine Giordano works with women and men in person or via Skype or telephone sessions. You can sign up for a single session or try one of our discounted multi-session packages. We also offer three levels of Reiki classes. Find out more at InspiredToHelp.net. You can even book Lorraine for a workshop or speaking event. Visit InspiredToHelp.net today. Do you get a little nervous or hesitate to discuss topics down there that aren't talked about often? We hear you. Or are you curious to look at frequently discussed topics from a different perspective? Visiting inspiredtohelp.net opens up a whole world of discussion that you may not have known even existed. Lorraine Giordano offers a forum of open and frank discussion about those seemingly unmentionable topics down below. Visit now, inspiredtohelp.net. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to the Womb Happy Hour. To reach Lorraine Giordano, her guest, or if you have a comment on the show, please call in to 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send an email to info at inspiredtohealth.net. Now back to the Womb Happy Hour. Hi, everybody. We're back, and we're talking with the lovely Lisa Tenner, who's a, an amazing uh, book coach, and she's very experienced in helping. She is like a doula for um, a doula midwife and medical expert for helping you get your book out and birthed into the world in a healthy, successful way. Um, Lisa, welcome back. Thank you. So you help people tap into their creativity. And the sacral chakra relates to creativity, emotions, the ability to go with the flow, even relationships. So what are some, what are some common blocks that you've noticed um, when it comes to someone accessing their creativity to write a book? And how do you help them shift that? You kind of touched on this before the break, but... Really, let's get into that a little bit more. Okay. So, you know, one really common one is self-doubt. You know, we all have these old messages we got, whether it's from our parents or a teacher or some somebody. Um, 
you know, who, who filled us with doubt, right, and maybe even told us we couldn't write well or kind of stomped on our creativity. So, like, those ghosts will come up, and we, and we need to deal with them. And, um, and, and then, you know, sometimes, too, even what are people going to think, you know, just like that fear of exposing yourself, too. Uh, and then there's just, you know, we're all so busy, so making the time and prioritizing it, uh, is again, you know, the real challenge for many people. And uh, I know you've experienced the Meet Your Muse exercise, but often I will do this guided visualization with people to help them sort of break through a challenge, get some clarity, um, figure out their next steps, so that uh, so so that it comes from a deeper, you know, inner knowing. Um, and sometimes those shifts can really be powerful when we do that exercise because we're coming from that deep place. Um, so, so those are some. And, you know, I think another big one is where to start. People often don't know, well, where do I start? And sometimes people, you know, do a lot of writing, make a lot of notes, and then they feel overwhelmed with all those notes. So sometimes it's better to start in a more... Um, a more focused way, I would say, and really get clear on, you know, what's your vision for this book? What's it going to do for your readers and for the community or world? And what's it going to do for you and your life or your business? And when you have that clear vision, it makes it easier to, you know, choose the right book and get clear on your voice and, um, and figure out, you know, what features are going to be in that book. And all of those things will come out of those initial, that initial clarity about your vision. Yes. And I've taken your Bring Your Book to Life class, and I've done the exercise Meet Your Muse. And I remember when I was in that place, that you guided us to that place, uh, my muse showed me I was on top of a tower. <laughs> it was, it was um, basically the message was just to jump <laughs> because in order to fly, you kind of have to jump. And so mm-hmm. I was holding myself back a lot by what I wanted to write and what I how do I wanted to say. So I found that to be so powerful and really liberating. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And I think about that, I mean, that was a, a, a while ago, but I, I'm reminded of that often, just to mm-hmm. just put it down, let it go, and jump, and it's going to be okay. You can fly. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, I mean, I've taken your classes, and I've worked with you a bit, and so I think for me, I remember having the thought, who am I to write a book, or who even am I to write a blog post, or an article or whatever it might be, but mm-hmm. that self-judgment really was a blocker and kind of shut my, shut me down, shut down my creativity. So when I was going right. through my healing journey, like being able to just kind of let it flow was had such an impact to me. And I probably, I have to thank you for that guidance and that support. And I think that's um, helped me with even being, doing a radio show too as uh-huh. well. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure it has because it's about finding your voice and your self-expression and um, and that womb-based creativity. But, you know, I think, like, that, that reminds me, too, of something I see a lot, and I know it was true for me with my book, is whatever you're writing about is going to, you're going to be going through a process deeper with that. So if you're writing about, 
um, per, you know, something that's like personal growth related. You're you're going to be experiencing that personal growth. And if you're writing about anger, you know, anger is going to come up when you're writing that book so that you can remember what it's like to be in your reader's shoes. And you're also going to, you know, like live it in a deeper way. And you're going to maybe come up with new creative ways of addressing it. And so um, whatever you choose to write about, you know, it, it's going to come up when you're writing. And that's, I think writing a book is such a like personal growth experience. I completely agree. <laughs> Do you find, though, that um, there's a lot of resistance, though, with your classes working with people? How do you think the resistance shows up? Yeah, you know, it really varies. Um, and sometimes sometimes there's a lot of resistance throughout the process. But with a lot of people, you know, there's like this period of real flow and then they hit a challenge. And um, and then, you know, they need to address it and, and then there's flow again and then they hit another challenge. So, you know, it's important to be ready for that and so that you don't just put your book aside. And being ready for it might be having, you know, somebody you know you can turn to. It could be a friend or um, a mentor or a coach or uh, editor. But, but, you know, to just know, okay, you know, I'm going to hit some blocks and what am I going to do then? Or, or at least when you hit a block to kind of know not to just put it aside and forget about Excuse me. Forget about it. But but you know it's an opportunity to um, to reach out and get support. And um, so I, th- I think that's that's helpful to remember. Good advice. And so I think some of the I think initial fears and it still bubbles up today is editing. So mm-hmm. you know because that's a form of judgment, right? <laughs> like. Yeah, when someone edits your work, but I think um, you know you stressed a lot in your classes about how important it is, and other book coaches, and it's a common writing thing. But to mm-hmm. show, not tell. How do you think that yeah. relates to people's lives, even if they're not writing a book? Oh, that's a great question. Um, so, you know, I would say that when we're telling, right, we're not really in the emotion and we're not connected to what we're writing about. We're just sort of like retelling it, like this happened, then this happened, then this happened. Um, you know, he was nervous, but we're not really making it come alive for the reader. And, and when that's happening, we're not doing it for ourselves either. That's why we're not making it come alive for the reader. We're just like kind of this, you know, distant observer but as soon as you start to show, like you think, okay, how did it feel in my body? You know, what was going on and, um, and what, are, what are the things that I noticed about this person in front of me? Or, you know, what are the things I noticed about my own body or, you know, this scene unfolding before me? And, you know, when you, when you start to go deeply into those details it comes alive for you again, right? So good writing is about being in the moment and entering that emotional space. Now, if it's a traumatizing space, I wouldn't say just go ahead and enter it completely. I'd say, you know, like bring 
that higher aspect of your consciousness there too. Don't just like, you know, dive into, you, you want a foot in this higher space and, of, you know, as, as you kind of connect with the, the difficult material because uh, you don't want to re-traumatize yourself or traumatize your reader. You want to come to it with, you know, with a healing intention. But, um, but for much of what we're writing, it's, it's you know, it, 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 it's, it's not traumatizing. Most of what we write is not traumatizing, right? And so it's really important just to really immerse ourselves in it. And so when we're present, then our writing has this powerful presence and emotional content and when we embody it. And so, you know, that's true of life. The more we are allow ourselves to be present and really embody um, what's, you know, what's going on inside and are really aware with all our senses of what's going on within and around us, then we're more fully alive. So I, I think being a good writer makes us uh, a vibrant liver and being a vibrant liver, not the organ, but <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe I'm making that word up, liver, but being a vibrant, you know, um, being that, you know, makes us a better writer, right? And being, being a um, present makes us a better writer. Yeah, that's well said. Just uh, something that I developed was, for those traumatic points, I kind of think of it as like a Christmas carol when Ebenezer mm-hmm. Scrooge goes to his different time frames and he's mm-hmm. just kind of observing. That's helped mm-hmm. me. If anybody needs something. Um, so what was I going to ask? I was going to ask about something you said earlier about how people are a little bit more spiritually minded so do you find that even recently a lot of people might come to you and say, I have so much written in my journals, I want to make it a book? I'm just kind of curious about that. Yeah, I, do. I don't. It's not like the main thing I hear from people, but I do hear from people who say that, who come and say, I've got all these journals and I want to turn them into a book. Um, and, you know, to be honest, my specialty is more helping people find their book, not necessarily by going through a lot of, a lot of material. And maybe that's because personally I get a little overwhelmed when there's a ton of material, like what to use and what not to use. And I know uh, some other people who are really good with that. They can take like tons and tons of material and like, you know, figure out what goes and what stays and organize it. But I much prefer to kind of start at ground zero and, um, really get clear on that vision and who you're writing for and, you know, why you're writing and what you want to say and then structure it and then start writing. So that tends to be more my orientation. And if somebody kind of wants to go through a ton of journals and, uh, you know, unless they're going to work with a structure and kind of place things into that structure, you know, that, that's not as much the way I work, although there are people who are great with that. So, yeah, we know we all have our, our strengths and then, you know, what's really not as much our thing. Okay. So we're going to take a break now, and we'll be back in a couple of minutes to continue our conversation with Lisa Tenner. Mm-hmm. 
Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Visit inspiredtohelp.net for help in feeling more grounded, centered, and relaxed using different energy healing tools. Lorraine Giordano works with women and men in person or via Skype or telephone sessions. You can sign up for a single session or try one of our discounted multi-session packages. We also offer three levels of Reiki classes. Find out more at inspiredtohealth.net. You can even book Lorraine for a workshop or speaking event. Visit inspiredtohealth.net today. Do you get a little nervous or hesitate to discuss topics down there that aren't talked about often? We hear you. Or are you curious to look at frequently discussed topics from a different perspective? Visiting inspiredtohelp.net opens up a whole world of discussion that you may not have known even existed. Lorraine Giordano offers a form of open and frank discussion about those seemingly unmentionable topics down below. Visit now, inspiredtohelp.net. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to the Womb Happy Hour. To reach Lorraine Giordano, her guest, or if you have a comment on the show, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to info at inspiredtohealth.net. Now back to the Womb Happy Hour. Hi, everyone. We're back having an interesting conversation with Lisa Tenner about... um, writing your your book. So Lisa, you have a program, a Bring Your Book to Life program. I've taken Mm -hmm. it. I highly encourage and recommend that if you're interested in writing a book that you really check it out. Can you describe how this class helps people? Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, So... You know, I've I've taught people a, a book writing for a long time now and in publishing as well. And what I found was that I love to kind of work with people individually in that space of, you know, kind of what's possible with this book and what is, you know, as I talked about before, kind of what's going to bring my vision to life optimally and and really have the impact that I'm looking to have in different areas of my life and and other you know readers lives in the world. And so um so so in the program we start with that and we there's a workbook and then private work with me consultation that um, one or more consultations to really get that clarity and then working on the structure, the outline. And then the classes with classmates actually doesn't start till, um, till later. And, and then the idea is once the group is meeting once a, once a week, we're, we're hopefully writing, you know, half a chapter or a full chapter every week. And it's a first draft. You know, it's really about getting it down on paper. It's not going to be perfect. You're going to be able to edit it later. You can hire an editor. Um, and also, actually, with the class, you get, you get some editing. You get feedback on up to 30 pages and a customized editing plan based on what I've seen in your writing. So, um, so the, it's a nice mix of this, you know, kind of one-on-one with me to really make it the best book you can and, and one that really resonates for you and for your readers and feels authentic. And then, um, 
and then also this, what I find a really supportive environment where you've got some accountability and you've got a community, but you don't have to pour a lot of time into other people's books because writing a book is a big commitment and takes time. You can't be like reading a whole bunch of other people's material that like you might do in a writing circle, for instance. You know, we're trying to get that first draft written in eight to 12 weeks. So, um, so you really, um, there, you know, there's, there's a bit of interaction with your classmates, but it's at a level where uh, it's not very time-consuming, but it is powerful. And when I teach a concept in the class, then I can actually put people in, like, private rooms on the call. I use Maestro Conference, which is a really cool technology. And so then people can, in pairs, actually, you know, if I'm teaching how to put media hooks into your book, then I can say, okay, we talked about three ways to do that. I'm going to put you in, you know, pairs now, and with your partner, pick one of those three ways, and um, and uh, explore how you might do that in your book. And then, you know, one partner goes for five minutes, and then the other goes for five minutes, and then we come back into the main room and sort of share ideas or questions that came up or anything like that. So it's it's really fun and engaging. Um, and also the focus is on being really efficient and effective with our time. So uh, I, f- I feel like, you know, I've distilled a lot so to make it a very empowering and efficient method as well as fun and creative and all those things and intuitive. And I would include supportive because I mm-hmm. think that's, that's a great gift of the, of the process as well, a support to help guide yeah. you along. Yeah, absolutely. There's yeah, there's a lot of guidance um, both in the classroom and the teleseminars and um, course materials. And then there is an optional accountability partner system. So, um, and that's again designed to be very efficient. And we're not like you know talking for hours about our books, but just for 15 minutes. What worked? What didn't? You know, what did I say I do this week? What what did I actually do? What worked? What didn't work? And what's next? So we really stay empowered the whole time. And I, th- I think that's a real key is like not not getting sort of lost in, oh, this happened, that happened, but really staying empowered and figuring out, okay, I'm going to do what was working and figure out what do I need to tweak so that whatever didn't work is going to work now. Excellent. And, um, I mean, book publishing, I mean, it's a, it's a serious business. And so... And it's a very competitive business. For anyone listening who really wants to really dive in and share their book with the world, do you have any insight or a tip on like how to get a a five, six figure publishing deal? Yeah, yeah. You know, my clients have had great success with that. And I, you know, I think the first thing is understanding like what's in a book proposal and how do you write one? And I mentioned um, Mike Larson and Jody Ryan's book, the fifth edition of How to Write a Book Proposal, uh, that's a great resource for figuring out how to, how to write a proposal. Um, but, you know, the things that publishers are most looking for is, like, what's fresh about this, right? Is it, is it a new audience? Is it a new way of looking at some issue or problem? Do you have some new research that you're including? Um, is it a fresh voice? You know, but, but to really figure out, like, what are you bringing to this? that's fresh. And, um, and, and then also 
they really want to see that you have what we call an author platform, you know, that you're already reaching people and that when that book goes on the market, there's already all these people who are going to buy it right away. And so, so that's, you know, that's important to publishers. They're in business. This is a business. And so it can't be about, you know, when you write a book proposal, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. It's really about um, here's what I've done already, here are the people I'm reaching already, and here's how I'm going to build on that, what I've already have, so that it all, you know, it's really clear. These are things you're already doing, and you've already got these people you're reaching, and now you're going to build on it further. And for instance, like if you're getting all these wonderful endorsements from people in the field and best-selling authors, it's not, I'm going to ask for these endorsements, but for at least half of them or a third of them, that these people have already agreed to endorse the book, or these are people I have strong relationships with, um, and these ones have agreed and these ones aren't, I'm going to ask. So, so, you know, those, those are some things that are really important to publishers. And you kind of have a special niche with health professionals. Um, I, yeah, I do. I mean, I work with a variety of clients, you know, from entrepreneurs to moms to, um, but a lot of therapists, a lot of coaches and, and doctors. Those are, those are some, you know, real um, large parts of my client base. Do you think uh, there's more of a demand for those kind of health-related books these days? I think there is. I mean, sadly, you know, some of it is that, you know, our culture and our, our society is, is not very healthy. And if we look around the world, you know, there's all this talk about, oh, you know, we, you know, we, we've got this great health technology in our country. But if you look at people's actual health, and the value and quality of their health, it's, it's often not that high. And so I think Americans, which is a huge book market, you know, are often searching for, you know, how do I heal this diabetes? How do I heal this cancer? How do I heal this heart disease? Or, you know, um, I think with, with mental health too, you know, people are feeling depressed or addicted. They're addicted or, you know, so they've yeah. got very serious problems. Um, and so I think that has grown because our problems have grown as a culture. But, but you know, I will also say that, that I think there's more of an openness and a realization um, that, that um, people have these problems and that there are tools out there that can help them. So, you know, it's, it's both that the problems have grown, but also awareness has grown. So I think, you know, when there were people maybe who didn't even, there weren't books out there to help them. Now, if you've got a problem, there are probably books out there to help you, you know, whether it's like uh, porn addiction or, um, uh, you know, a uh, health issue or um, you're just stressed or, you know, your business is, is going gangbusters, but, you know, you have no time for yourself and your children. So whatever the challenge is, you know, there are books out there to help you. And, and that's, you know, a beautiful thing. I, I think there's so much support out there for us now when it comes to books. And, um, and, and so, like, all of these kinds of books have really blossomed. And I think that's why it's so important for anyone listening that if you really do have a calling, there's a passion inside you that hasn't been expressed yet. Like if you really want a book, it's it's important to yourself, but it's also important to the to the lives that it touches. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, I see that again and again where somebody might have doubted in the beginning, like, who am I to write a book? And, and one person comes to mind, Pat Hastings, who wrote a book, Simply a Woman of Faith. And she, you know, she had so much doubt because she had seen herself as somebody who really couldn't write. And certainly that was what she was told when she was in school, um, in high school. And yet um, she wrote a wonderful book of essays, really inspiring stories, did a lot of show, don't tell. Once, once we worked on that, I think the book really came to life. <laughs> and, you know, people, she'll hear from people all the time who say, you know, your book saved me. Your book changed my life. And, um, that's such a powerful thing. You know, even one person, if your book saves a life, like how amazing is that? Uh, so it, it is, you know, even when you think like, who am I to do this? Or I don't, you know, I, I, you don't see yourself that way. And yet you have this desire in your heart. It's there for a reason. You know, if, if there wasn't supposed to be a book for you to write, you wouldn't be feeling this longing or this calling. Yes. So... For anyone listening, we're coming up to the last segment. So if you have a question, please call in. The number is 866-472-5792. Please check out Lisa's website, lisatenner.com. That might inspire some questions too. And actually, I didn't mention it earlier, but I'm going to mention it now. Let's say you do have a question, but you want to you don't want to call into the show. You can contact Lisa through her website, lisatenner.com, or you can email her. Her her email is lisa at lisatenner.com. Oh, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. All right, so we're gonna take a break and then we'll be back in a couple of minutes and continue our inspiring, creative writing conversation with Lisa Tenner. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Visit InspiredToHelp.net for help in feeling more grounded, centered, and relaxed using different energy healing tools. Lorraine Giordano works with women and men in person or via Skype or telephone sessions. You can sign up for a single session or try one of our discounted multi-session packages. We also offer three levels of Reiki classes. Find out more at InspiredToHelp.net. You can even book Lorraine for a workshop or speaking event. Visit InspiredToHelp.net today. Do you get a little nervous or hesitate to discuss topics down there that aren't talked about often? We hear you. Or are you curious to look at frequently discussed topics from a different perspective? Visiting inspiredtohelp.net opens up a whole world of discussion that you may not have known even existed. Lorraine Giordano offers a form of open and frank discussion about those seemingly unmentionable topics down below. Visit now, inspiredtohelp.net. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to the Womb Happy Hour. To reach Lorraine Giordano, her guest, or if you have a comment on the show, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to info at inspiredtohealth.net. Now back to the Womb Happy Hour. Hi, everybody. We are back. 
and we're continuing our conversation with Lisa Tenner. So Lisa, your website, I guess to me, what inspires me and, and I feel passionate about it is for people to have options and choices for support, right? So whether they're mm-hmm. having a baby or after they have a baby or whether they want to, you know, give birth to a book. So <laughs> your website is such a super source of support and information and your classes. And also you have great blogs on the Huffington Post. And um, I mean, you you really have a treasure chest of, of resources for people out there to take advantage of. I'm curious to know what's your favorite technical resource to help with writing? And I guess I, I mean like the art of writing because there is an art to it. <laughs> uh, so, um, you know, when you say technical resource, like I'm not sure if you mean technology or other support because I would say technology-wise, I'm such a Luddite. I know I went to MIT, <laughs> but, but when it comes to technology, like I'd much rather write with um, a really beautiful journal and a nice pen than, um, than typing, although obviously I do type and I use Microsoft Word. Uh, um, a lot of my clients use Scrivener and love it, but personally... I tried it and I went back to Word. I find Word really works for me. Um, and maybe it's just that like I was learning a new thing was too much. I don't know. Um, but then like in terms of tools, I would say I really love a thesaurus. So Roger's thesaurus is still like, you know, so much more powerful than anything online. But I get lazy if I am typing, like if I'm writing a blog post, I'll just go to Roger's, I mean, I'll just go to, um, you know, the online thesaurus.com and, uh, you know, to look for words. But I I love using a thesaurus because I think so often, like, we kind of have a word, but we know there's an even better word. And, like, Maybe it's age. I can't remember those words all the time anymore. So I would say the source is one of my favorite tools. <laughs> cool. And um, inspiration is so important to writing a book. As with anything else, we're in the process of creating. So what do you think are a few tips for writers to consider in order to keep the pro- their process fun and joyful? Because at the end of the day, you, you know, Odds are you're not going to finish writing a book if if you're feeling tortured or it's it's yeah. not fun. Yeah. So you know, for me, it was really committing to those practices. So uh, you know, it's time consuming to do those practices every day. And you know, I start out with this qigong meditation, and then I write down my dreams if I remember them, and then I do some writing on a book that I'm working on. And then I get up. Now, if, if it's a weekend, I can do that. If it's a weekday and I've slept in, then, <laughs> then I have to take my son to school and then I have to, you know, make up that time. Um, but the, and then I do some qigong. And uh, in a lot of days, I'll go for a walk. So that's, you know, that's like a lot of stuff for somebody who has a busy business and um, is a mom. And yet I find that when I do that, I'm so much more inspired. And when I do write each day, I think writing in the very beginning of the day helps make it really inspiring for me. Um, If you are going to write later in the day, I really encourage you to do something to feed yourself before you write, like maybe go for a walk or um, 
you know, do a little dance or a meditation or something that shifts your energy from that sort of regular day-to-day stuff and uh, can help you to get in that more inspired, uplifted state to write where you you can write in that, that, you know, sense of flow. Hmm. Now, as far as the sense of flow, based on all the, the people that you've worked with, I'm curious to know, do you notice a difference between men and their sense of creative flow and writing versus women? Oh, gosh. I I don't think I have. You know, it's really about the individual. And, you know, we all can enter a state of flow. So it's not like some people are good at that and some are not. But I think those Maybe those of us who, I, I think it really varies. Sometimes there's healing work that needs to be done to get into that state of flow. And then there are other people who, you know, they haven't done a lot of healing work. And, and maybe, you know, <laughs> I read something recently, somebody who was saying, you know, they they like to um, have a good stiff drink before they write. And, you know, everybody's got a different way. It certainly worked for Hemingway. So... Um, <laughs> Whatever yeah. works. Yeah, whatever, whatever works, yeah. right. And and I don't see a difference as much like men or women um, as much as just, you know, different things work for different people. And some people need some work to break through so they can get to that. All right. And um, I just checked out your 40 reasons to write a book. Mm-hmm. which I thought was so fun to check out and kind of, you know, digest each reason. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think, what's your favorite reason to write a book that you have on your, it, it's a free ebook. So if anyone's, yeah. if anyone's interested, what's your favorite reason? My favorite reason to write a book. Um, That's kind of a tough question. Yeah, you know what? I mean, right now I'm working on two books and they both have really different reasons. So one of them is just like pure joy. And that probably is my favorite reason. Like I just feel so joyful to work on that book and it feels creative and I feel so alive and it's so much fun. That's probably my favorite reason. Oh, I got the chills when you said that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and that, so that 40 reasons might not be that easy to find. People could just email me if they're having trouble finding it on my website, but it is on the latest blog post, which, you know, or at least what right now as of today is the most recent blog post, which is called Seven Miracles You'll Experience When You Write a Book. And um, it's a, it's the, yeah, it, it's, it's the January 10th post. So right now at the bottom of that is a link to download 40 Reasons to Write a Book. But if, if somebody has trouble finding it, just email me, Lisa at lisatenner.com, and I can send you a copy of it. Okay. And um, just for listeners who want to learn more, uh, you're having a preview call for your Bring Your Book to Life program coming up. So it's not the yeah. class itself, but it's a preview call. What's the best way for listeners to uh, find out more about that? You know what? If they just go to lisatenner.com, um, right at the top of, well, it's not the very top, but right under the navigation bar, um, there's like a turquoise box that says free webinar, bring your book to life in 2018. And uh, there's a 
click the sign up here and just click on the sign up here and you'll get to that and, and the, you can sign up for the free webinar. But um, it, I will talk about my Bring a Book to Life program, but also I'll be giving a lot of information about how to get started on a book and uh, what are some of the tools and some of the ways to um, break through the, you know, the toughest challenges. And so, yeah, uh, so, so it'll be of value to anybody who's thinking about it, and then they can also hear, hear a little bit about the program. So, Lisa, we're going to have to wrap up, but thank you so much for joining us on the Womb Happy Hour today. It was delightful. Thank you. This was such a pleasure. Yes, it was fun. And listeners, again, if you have any questions, reach out to Lisa. You can email her at lisa at lisatenner.com. Her website is lisatenner.com. And she is on, it makes it easier, but for Twitter and LinkedIn, just look for Lisa Tenner. And um, on Facebook, look for Bring Your Book to Life. But I highly recommend that you, if you have that calling, if you have that bubbling up inside you, a message to share to help the world, please share it and know that Lisa Tenner is a great support for that. Thank you. <laughs> so, so thank you, Lisa, for joining. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in this week. It's been a pleasure. And uh, on next week's show, we're going to have a midwife join us. Her name is Marcy Tardio, and she's been a midwife for 30 years. So she brings a wealth of uh, wisdom and lots of uh baby deliveries um, that she's going to share with us. So please tune in next week. And um, I'd love to connect with you. So again, you can find me on Facebook, Inspired to Health, and on Twitter, Inspired to Health. And my website, please check it out, inspiredtohealth.net. And remember to take some deep breaths, get out of your head, get into your body, and send some love and light down there. Whether you're a man or a woman, but send like put some energy down into your down there area uh, because it's easy to kind of spin in our heads too much. So this is your host, Lorraine Giordano on the Womb Happy Hour, and I'll be back next week. Big kiss and a hug. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us for the Womb Happy Hour. Be sure to tune in again for another edition featuring your host, Lorraine Giordano, next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have an excellent week.